Welcome to the magical world of fitness witchcraft. I'm your host, Emily Flood, and I created fitness witchcraft specifically to help witches and spiritual women to become mentally and physically healthy after trauma. On this podcast, you can expect to hear things from fitness and nutrition to deity work, channeling, quantum healing, spells, collapsing the timelines, and more because you get to become the person who combines their magic with every single aspect of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness with M. I know that it's been a few months, but I have been traveling a lot and have been away from all my podcasting equipment and have honestly been going through some real mental health struggles of my own. But now I am back and I am really excited for today's episode with you guys. I've had it planned out to be the next episode forever. I just needed to do the mindset work myself before sharing this with you guys. We are going over shadow work for your fitness journey. So first off, I want to start with a quote from Carl Jung. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. For those who don't know, shadow work is all about digging into the unconscious beliefs, underlying emotions, and yes, even sometimes the underlying trauma that affects the decisions we make day to day, our relationships, what annoys us, and even, yes, how successful we are on our fitness journeys. As a little note, I will not be going over specific fitness or nutrition advice because this podcast today is meant to be mindset specific. So if you want specific fitness and nutrition advice, you can head over to my Instagram, Pinterest, website, or TikTok, which will all be linked in the show notes. A few ground rules for shadow work before we get started, regardless of if you're doing it for your fitness journey or if you're doing it for any area of your life. Number one, be gentle and kind with yourself. This is tough work. It's called shadow work for a reason. It can be really uncomfortable to dig up those underlying limiting beliefs of not being good enough or the even the underlying traumas around things. So be gentle and kind with yourself. Number two, do not gaslight yourself, please. Recognize and honor your emotions instead of pushing them down or invalidating them through this process. And number three, follow up shadow work with self-care every time. I'm going to remind you to do this at the end of the episode, but just keep that in mind. You need to be gentle and kind to yourself for doing this process. So the easiest, most comfortable example we can start with for shadow work and how it applies to your fitness journey is I'm sure everyone can relate to this situation, whether or not you've seen it in person. You're at the gym, you're minding your own business, and next thing you know, there's this guy who's slamming his weights down, he's grunting, maybe he's even screaming during his workout sets, like really excessively loud. We all know the stereotype, right? But the shadow work behind this is, why does him making noise bother you? Well, okay, he's loud, right? But why does him being loud bother you? Is it maybe because you wish you could be loud too? And you feel like you can't be loud for whatever reason? And if any of you thought just now, oh my gosh, I'm always scared I'm being too loud or making people uncomfortable. Well, there you go. That's why he annoys you. Deep down, you wish you could allow yourself to take up more space, be louder, and not give a fuck about what others think. So shadow work can be used just like this to help you dig into triggers and pain points to find out what's really going on underneath. And you might find that once you realize 
you have a desire deep down to take up more space, be a little louder, you might find that you're a little less annoyed at that gym guy grunting super loudly. Not saying it's going to disappear, but you might find you're not as annoyed. So shadow work can be used just like this to help you dig into triggers and pain points to find out what's really going on underneath. For another perspective and a bit of a wake-up call for those listening, why did your parent critique your body or try to put you on diets when you were a child? This personally does not apply to me, but I do know that it applies to a lot of people out there. Well, if this parent had done shadow work, we probably would have uncovered that they felt like their worth was dependent on their size and were deeply unhappy with themselves and therefore took it out on you as a kid. This is why shadow work is so important, guys. If you are on your own fitness journey right now, you need to dig into these beliefs yourself before you become the parent who is critiquing their own body in front of their child and putting their own child on diets. This is why you need to do this work, especially if you are on a fitness journey. Next one. So why does it bother you if a friend of yours orders or doesn't order a particular type of menu item when you go out to eat? Unless we're talking eating disorders here, which we are not, whether or not your friend orders alcohol, a salad, a cheeseburger, or a triple-decker milkshake with a brownie on top probably shouldn't bother you that much. Let me repeat that. Someone ordering a cheeseburger while you're working on yourself choosing not to eat the cheeseburger shouldn't bother you so much. And you ordering a cheeseburger while your friend chooses to have a chicken Caesar salad shouldn't bother you either. Especially since that salad might calorically be similar to your burger. But that's beside the point. Because someone else is choosing to work on and better themselves does not mean that you are bad, unworthy, or a failure for not doing the same thing, and vice versa. Next shadow work question. What don't you love about your body right now? Why? How can you work on appreciating your body a little bit more, or maybe even shifting your perspective from what your body looks like generating your idea of self-worth to what your body can do for you. Looking at your own relationship with food. What foods do you avoid? Why do you avoid them? I find a lot of fears around particular foods stem from fears and beliefs of not being good enough, not being capable of having Oreos in the house, for example, not trusting yourself around chocolate chips, not believing you're worthy of success. But I've seen a lot of success with my clients through a tool called food habituation, where you take a fear food like candy, for example, and have a piece every single day without fail. You can follow your macro plan, diet, whatever, just add the single piece of candy. Eventually, you might find that candy isn't the coolest thing anymore, and you even forget to have it some days. But it also does really help to do the shadow work around the particular food to figure out if you think you're not good enough, if you think you can't control yourself, etc. around this certain type of food. If you're looking to add some protein to your day or satisfy a sweet tooth craving, Pamcake's Protein Pancake Mixes have you covered. I've been using their protein pancake mixes for three years now, and only last month had the absolute honor of becoming a sponsored athlete for them. They're gluten-free, low-carb, and low-fat, and it's a women-owned small business. My favorite flavors are their double chocolate chip, pumpkin spice, and classic buttermilk. And if you want to give them a try, you can use my discount code AMYOGIFIT to save 10% on your order. 
I meal prep them basically every week right now for an afternoon snack, and I have recipes on my blog for them too. Next question. If you have experienced overeating, emotional eating, etc., why do you think you overeat? What emotion is behind that? I struggled a lot with overeating and binge eating behaviors in the fall of 2020 after I've competed at the national level and during the last six weeks I was teaching high school French. I found out after doing some shadow work of my own that I was really looking for a feeling of freedom and that was the underlying emotion or want around the overeating. I really wanted freedom from my job that I'd already put in notice for. I really wanted freedom for the gym I'd been going to at the time, whose music was so loud I couldn't even hear my own. Seriously, guys, I would have panic attacks mid-workouts and then feel like a failure for not being able to finish my workouts, all because of this gym environment that just did not suit me and where I was in that phase of my life. I wanted freedom from eating low calorie, but it was also really important for me to reverse diet for health reasons. So food is what caved because I didn't have a healthier outlet for that freedom craving yet because I hadn't identified the feeling as freedom. Once I was able to pinpoint that it was freedom that I wanted, I was able to start going on more outdoor walks and switch to a gym that had both AC and beautiful bay doors that opened when it wasn't too hot. So I was able to satisfy that desire for freedom while still sticking to my health and fitness goals. Years later, looking back on it, I was also struggling with feeling unworthy, unworthy of my coach's time, unworthy of competing because of my genetics, unworthy of wild success because I had some deep-seated money mindset issues as well. I hope that me sharing my personal stories with you helps to eliminate or ease any shame or guilt you have around anything we've talked about so far. Everyone has doubts. Everyone. But it's how much you allow that doubt in that really matters. And doing this mindset work is kind of like building a little magical protection bubble around yourself. Visualize it here. You'll start to notice faster and faster when the doubts show up and kind of enter that bubble and label them for what they really are, those underlying limiting beliefs and feelings, until it eventually gets easier and easier to just sweep aside those doubts and just reach your dang goals already. Okay, next shadow work question. It's a big one. Do you actually believe you can reach the goal you set for yourself? And if you don't, think to yourself, why not you? Why not you? You can do anything you set your mind to. Seriously, guys, I was the girl in high school who believed the only value I would ever have was my intelligence. I never thought that I would be pretty. I never thought that I would be sporty at all. Now here I am years later, a national level bikini competitor who owns a six-figure online health and fitness coaching business. This is wild to me. Wild. Never in my wildest dreams when I was in high school did I ever believe that I would surpass my own fitspo models that I looked up to years and years ago. But I am here to tell you it is possible. It is also possible to go even further than me if you can imagine it. And another one, and probably applicable to everyone here, including me. Do you have a fear of weight gain? What do you think will happen when you gain weight? I'm not even talking about necessarily gaining body fat. 
I'm talking about the scale number going up. Do you think that people won't like you, that you won't be enough, that you won't be worthy? For me, a fear I feel like I'm continuously working through as a social media-based online fitness coach is the belief that people won't think I'm a good coach if I gain weight. Break that down even more, it's really me believing that I'm unworthy of being a fitness coach if I gain weight. It takes constant work of reaffirming myself for the knowledge I have of the results I've created over two and a half years of coaching and helping over a hundred women, most of whom end up working with me for at least six months. So as you just heard me do right now, a way to counteract those limiting beliefs, even when you feel like you're in the middle of one, you can counteract it by one, pretending to argue your case against yourself. Seriously, pretend that inner voice saying you can't do it is your worst enemy. So again, take that belief that you can't reach the goal. Or if your worst enemy told you right now, I bet you'll never be able to run a 5K, you'd have some harsh words for them. My harsh words would include, excuse me, I am fully capable of running a 5K. I bet I could run a 5K right now if I wanted to. Side note, I hate running, so I'm not actually sure of this, but this is definitely what I would say to someone telling me I couldn't, because fuck them. However, the world will never know because my fitness goals do not align with me running a 5K anyways, so go away, enemy. Or if you'd prefer not to be rude in return, you can pretend to be calmly presenting evidence before a court. Here's an easy one for anyone who's a yo-yo dieter. I've reached my goals before, so I can do it again. And then you present the evidence, right? This time in my fitness journey, I'm committed to X, Y, and Z. For example, I am committed to learning how to sustain my results long-term, so I will be wary of fad diets and ruining my relationship with food. You say what you're determined to do, and you present evidence as if to a court for why you will succeed this time. Or... I know I've never been able to reach X goal before, but this time I present your evidence. I am taking a more sustainable approach. This time I hired a coach. I'm doing regular mindset work. And most importantly, I believe I can do it. Even if you don't believe quite yet, just repeat with me out loud or in your head, I believe I can do it. And that leads us to strategy number two with counteracting these limiting beliefs you dug up during the shadow work. Affirmations. The world is truly your oyster with this one. You can pay sticky notes over your mirrors like me with everything from I see strength when I look in the mirror to I am worthy of accomplishing my wildest dreams. You can get this app called I Am and set it to send you affirmations multiple times a day as notifications. I love this one. You can listen to free bedtime meditations on the app called Insight Timer, so you can fall asleep listening to self-love affirmations. And you can read and listen to books and podcasts just like this, dedicated to affirming you. And I highly recommend Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass in audiobook form. So legitimately, flood yourself with positive affirmations while you do this mindset work. Then just be sure to follow it up with actual intentional work or change. Change. You can't just mindset your way into a full fitness transformation without actually, you know, 
going to the gym, changing your food, moving more throughout the day. But this time around, when you're doing this mindset and shadow work in conjunction with your fitness journey, you'll probably find you're not sabotaging yourself as much. I want to end the podcast today with a few journal prompts. Number one, if you were still you, what's your health and fitness dream? As a caveat to this question, I feel the need to reiterate that extremely lean physiques aren't healthy or possible to to maintain year round. But seriously, go hog wild. Write down any dream you want, no matter how crazy it seems. Number two, do you believe you are worthy of reaching that goal? Why or why not? Make a list of every reason you think you can't do it. And then when you're done, look back on that list and realize each one of those reasons is what's really holding you back. The mindset around each of those reasons. Your belief in those reasons is what's holding you back. Number three, what actions have you been unwilling to take towards reaching your health and fitness goals? Counting macros? Hiring a coach? Getting blood work done? Hiring a meal prep company? Do you even believe that you are capable or worthy of taking those steps? And how can you shift that? Number four, how would you like your experience with your health and fitness goals to feel different moving forward, even unrealistic ones? And number five, if reaching your goal was already assured with 100% certainty, how would that feel and what would that mean for you? As a final note, you already are wildly capable of achieving your goals, fitness and otherwise. Don't let yourself forget that. And also, don't forget to be gentle with yourself following this episode. Follow this up with some self-care, light some incense, make yourself a cup of tea or cocoa, and have a wonderful day. If you have any questions, epiphanies, or realizations around shadow work in this episode, I would love to hear it. Shoot me a message on Instagram or leave a review. Talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Witchy Wellness with M. I'm on a mission to change the game with health and fitness coaching through adding in all of this mindset work you hear on the podcast. So if you love the show, please help me out by leaving a review. Remember, mindset alone won't get you to your goals, but when you combine it with action and strategy, you're limitless.